show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. What's good? My apologies on my attorney list. I had to I had to go to Roswell real fast and that traffic was not liking me. Okay. No problem. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We have a small internet group tonight. Yay. Okay. So how's it been going? How was y'all's month going? For me, um, I am I'm still still moving, still moving. I haven't made my first deal yet, but today, literally today, um, I talked to a uh, acquaintance that she's a um, she owns quite a bit of property down in Florida and also in Georgia. So um, she is looking to move two properties. They're both commercial. So Ann and I are gonna link up afterwards and see what we could do to help uh, my friend out so that's exciting that would be we do anything that would be my first move so hey i'm excited my first deal was a friend of mine i had been telling her what i've been doing for a while and she's like hey i have a vacant lot uh if you want to try to move it for me i was like yeah that would be great so maybe you'll have good luck like i had good luck I'm going to go ahead and claim it. <laughs> yes, yes, go ahead and claim it. So that's an awesome move. Anybody else have any wins? Hey, Danielle, I can't wait to hear about what you got. Do you know what city it's in? Um, one is in, this one's a look a good location, Stockbridge. It's, I guess that's like 30 minutes out of Atlanta. And mm -hmm. then the other one is in... Milliganville, I can't. Milledgeville, Milledgeville, yeah. Milledgeville <laughs> is probably about a maybe an hour and a half south of Atlanta, possibly. Yeah, uh, that's what it, that's I what was, I looked at yesterday. Yeah, I think there's a um Georgia State College. Uh, there's a college in Milledgeville. I can't. I believe. Can't remember the exact name, but um. Yeah, it's not as big as Stockbridge, for sure. But I was just in Stockbridge yesterday. It's a nice place. So, well, cool. And you're in, um, I don't know, I'm thinking you're out west, Douglasville. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. 
I did talk to two other people that um, participate with the Hive that do want to meet up for like either I think it was Monday nights or a Sunday brunch or something like that. So there will be, I think five, maybe five of us right now. So Good. I still need to get that worked out. But yeah, Mondays would be better for me. Sundays we usually go to church, so um, okay. Sunday afternoon or uh, evening or uh, Mondays would be better for me mondays are good for me too <laughs> yeah monday, monday evening um yeah especially for a good reset that would be real good yeah yeah that'd yeah. be good with me okay man like so much stuff has happened since last month it's ridiculous i can't even put my fingers on like any one thing um i'm, I'm appreciative of the progress um i think um and did you go you went down to florida too right um you and claudette might have, didn't y'all go to the conference in um, florida with um yeah derby derby and um oh why am i so bad with names Anthony. Um, yes deandre um, yes yes that, jared. Was, that jared, jared that looks so beautiful i'm glad you guys got an opportunity to go to do that um, um event place to have an event without a doubt probably the prettiest i've ever been to yeah the pictures were breathtaking yes they were Sharon, I think we have first, young i'm sorry go ahead Ann. I, I said it was a first class event the way they put it on it was very very nice it was yeah um, Sharon, i think we have some new ladies on here tonight uh, we do. Um, let's see. So I think I know Aaron. I think I know Iris. Um, Danielle is new for me. Tanisha is new for me. Um, let's see. Um, no, I don't know. Tanisha, where are you from, dear? I'm Houston. I'm in Houston. I got invited through DeAndre. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I've, I've been in there about a month. I haven't done my first deal as yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you've but, got your hive set up and everything? Or are you still yes, working on it? Okay. Yes, I have my hive set up. I've even sent out a couple offers to people, but I just haven't closed any yet. But I have DeAndre okay. in my back corner, and he's guiding me along the way. Awesome. Good, good. How about, um, Danielle, you're new for me. Where are you at, dear? I am in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. Uh, and um, this is something that I have been sitting on my hands and watching for uh, over, way over a long time, long mm -hmm. time. <laughs> Don't I like that. Yourself. I like that. <laughs> Way over a long time. I got that. Yes. <laughs> I come from the construction uh, background, commercial construction background, and um, I stepped away from it. And it just, you know, life kind of happens to us. Um, and then now that I just like, real estate has always been my passion. Um, it's always been my passion. I've loved buildings. I love land. So, um, 
you know, I'm just finally, I, I stepped away from my nine to five. I do things a little backwards. I stepped away from my nine to five job two years ago. And just to really, you know, follow my spirit, my heart, and to live my life as authentic as I can. So that's awesome. Here I am. Awesome. That's good. That's good. How about you, Vanessa? What, where are you from? You're new to me too. Yes, I am. I just joined the hive mind community. I just, you know, took that leap and paid, paid for my CRM. That way I can take this wholesaling business more serious and have a system in place. But I'm from the Dallas Fort Worth area from Texas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, I think up in Dallas, Oh, I'm trying to remember. Daniel's there. Um, oh, Claudette. I can't think of anybody other than Daniel in the Dallas area right now. Um, okay. I'm Irish. Are you there as well? You're in da you're in Dallas? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Okay, great. So maybe in the future you guys can link up, especially if you um somebody else is coming. Um, link up in the future, especially if you guys start, um, if you're working in your own backyard or just, you know, sometimes just to bounce things off of each other. So um, what I've been trying to do actively is try to get together in some of our, um, in our local groups, because, you know, it's like some of us have jobs, some of us don't. But um, I was kind of a little bit envious of the San Antonio group they um they started formulating um uh like working meetings so they get together and then they they work um while they chat so it's kind of like having a co-worker per se so you're not going about this alone and you know you're always working with you know your select few but sometimes you can get another perspective from somebody you don't talk to every day you may bounce something off of them that you're doing and you might be bumping your head against the wall on something. And then you just in talking to them, you figure it out on your own or they might give you some insight that help move things along. So I'm trying to encourage people to, um, you know, you know, get familiar with the people in your area. Um, and then also just, you know, get familiar with people in the hive, people that you kind of groove with or you kind of, you know, you connect with. And, you know, stay close to those folks because it might be, you might be helping them just as much as them helping you. So just want to put that out there for you. Um, yeah, I'm definitely for sure open to that idea. Um, I love networking and I agree with you. I feel like there's always different perspectives that can help you gain clarity on whatever situation you might be facing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Um, Sheik was, I just remembered that was just on the call. Sheik, he is in Dallas, Texas. I wrote that down. Okay. He is uh, a gentleman that um, has typically doing land in Colorado, but since he lives in Dallas, he's starting to open up, um, you know, to do land in Dallas. So he is an individual that has been doing it, just not in Dallas, but he is now. Okay. Okay. That's good. Um, so I think I went to Texas, I can't remember, it was some weeks ago. And then while I was there, I was just trying to reach out with some of the people that were in the hive. 
and I did. I got, I got to have um, breakfast with Corey. He's in Houston. Didn't somebody say they were in Houston? I just forgot just that quickly. Um, um, that's you, Danielle. Are you in Houston? No, Tanisha's in Houston. Um, yeah, me, Tanisha. I'm in Houston. So you know, Corey, Carol's in Houston. Ray is in Houston. Both of them are really good. Um, um, oh, good. I'm trying to think of who else is in Houston. Um, but Corey and I have like similar work ethics. Um, he is a negotiating uh, beast. Ray too. Ray is just one of those down to earth people that you can relate to. So both of those are in Houston. I don't know why I can't think of anybody else right now. Oh, Junior. I think Junior is in Houston. Junior is very, very relatable as well. Um, trying to think of ladies there. Not sure. Um, so I'm just throwing that out again, just so that you can connect with people, especially when you're new to the group. Uh, we're we're, we're kind of family oriented. We'll make sure everybody's taken care of. Nobody's left behind. And we don't want you to kind of we don't want you to bump your head when you don't have to. That's you know kind of what we're here for. Um, the ladies' night, if this is your first night, it kind of came out of a place of you know we were having you know our three weekly meetings, but um, some of us noticed that the women um, weren't as vocal in those meetings. Some women are, but there were some that just weren't, and so. We wanted to create a space for us to be able to communicate. Um, last month, I don't know if you had an opportunity to, to go and check out the call from last month, but the last month was one of our most authentic um, calls when it came to um, just being a woman in this industry and the, the emotion and um, the support that came out of that call um was was astounding i was really appreciative of being a uh, part of it um but um just going back to the purpose of these calls is just to give us a space we're we're doing the same thing as that that you know as the call before um it's just a little twist is you know it's just us girls and um it's uh and in ours i would say our our kind of niche is that we try to hold each other accountable. If you're not in the group, uh, we have um, the, it's not a group, it's a it's a chat group. Miss um, Claudette keeps us on point every single day um, with some morning inspiration. Um, if you uh, have an issue, you can chat in that group and we'll, you know, we'll try to answer your question. That's if you can't, you know, Get a hold of somebody, or, and then we're there for support. So um, that chat group is through Facebook. Uh, if you're not in that group and you want to, you can just um, chat inside the Zoom, and we'll make sure that we include you in the group. But you know, that's I just want to you know, kind of let you know what the group was about, and then what the chat group group is about, and how um, we can support each other. But I don't want to be uh, the one talking for the whole call. So if anybody wanted to um, either, you know, um, throw out a win or throw out a question, or if you have any questions for us, um, go ahead. The floor is yours. I'll zip my lips. I'll start. I have a win. Um, I'm working with Ariane. Mm -hmm. 
from The Hive. And she's a realtor and an investor. And she's in the Dallas market. And we just kind of hit it off by talking. And we're pairing up on, uh, this is my, my second deal. It's um, five acres total. Two sisters own it. Uh, one sister owns 2.5 acres. The other one's own 2.5 acres. And uh, they originally wanted $150,000 for it. Okay. I said, wait, that's, that's way too much. So they said the less, the bottom line was they would just take what was on it from the uh, assessors. Okay. So we got it under contract uh, for 118 total. And we have a buyer that's giving us 143.5. Awesome. Which includes the closing costs. So, that's a win. Good. That's a good one. So the contract Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. The contract assigned is entitled now. Um, it was a little delayed because I've, I've been talking to, I did the negotiation on the acquisition part. Okay. But I guess because they didn't know me and I had a different number from, from them. And uh, so once they started, once they started getting closer, they want to know who I was. They thought it was a scam. Oh yeah. So I, you know, I sent my my uh, copy, my passport. I said I'm not I'm not a scammer. I, you know, I have good integrity. But once they spoke to Ariane directly, they were fine. They signed the contract in the next two seconds. Oh wow! Yeah. So that that helps when you have somebody local for people like that. Mm -hmm. And um, and then the buyer, he's ready. And he wants us to find him like ten more acres in San Antonio. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're looking to close either next week or the week after. And that's we'll be splitting awesome. like, like 24000 That's Not awesome. No, 20, 21000 something like that. And put away 30% for taxes. I'm not saying taxes is that much, but just put away 30%. Right, right. Yeah, you did tell me that before. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That's my win for now. That's a great win, Claudette. Uh, Thank I'm you. I'm your house for Christmas. Come on. <laughs> I'm Come on. I'll, I'll put the spread out. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, somebody asked in the chat, um, is the Facebook group on, uh, is the chat on Facebook group? It's in Facebook Messenger. So if you are, if you have a Facebook account, we can add you through Messenger. So we would just need to know your first and last name. Mm -hmm. Right. And we'll put you on. Anybody else? Anybody have uh, any wins? I just wanted to say congratulations to Claudette. That's pretty good. Thank you so much. And how did you negotiate that that um, lowered price? I just uh, she said she wanted one fifty, and I said you know we can't do that you know, but she just it's a family it's a family how do you say inherited uh, type of land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I said I said well, what's your bottom line? I said just tell me what your bottom line is. I'm not a a smoother like that. I just want to get to the point. Yeah. I said, What's your bottom line? She said, I won't take, and she was very firm. She said, I won't take any less than what it says on the assessors, uh, the county assessors. Oh, okay. So I said, fine, we can do that. I spoke to Ariane first. Okay. Uh, because she's a realtor as well as an investor. And you were so communicating said, over phone? Yes. Okay. Okay. And she yeah, I was, was communicating firm. The, the lady. Yes, the okay. sellers were firm with 
what they weren't going to take any lower. So at, at that point, I already knew that that was a good deal. Okay, that's good. That that's is a good deal. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so what I kind of do first, I give them a letter of interest first, just to basically confirm our conversation. Mm -hmm. you know, this is what we agreed to, you know, they assigned that and then we go from there um, to the contract. That's awesome. Okay. That's great. Yes. When it comes to, you know, is there a rule to figuring out your percentage on <clears throat> on your commission for, you know, wholesaling the land or is there any rule of thumb that anybody uses? Uh, the rule of thumb is get them to get as low as possible and get the buyer to go as high as possible. <laughs> I, I, I had to just fall off the screen real quick, Claudette. Uh, <laughs> no. Truth. Um, it's true that what she said is the truth. I do know um, I have a mentor that says that um, you should have a bottom number that you should hold for yourself that you won't. I'm going to say I'm saying it right. No matter what, you have to make a certain amount on the deal or you don't do it. Otherwise, you're wasting your time kind of thing. And um, his number was $4,000. So if you can't make $4,000 on the deal, um, then you might need to step away from it. So that's that's one way to look at it. And you have to consider how much work you're gonna have to put into it. So I was working with um, uh, Al Nicoletti um, last month, and I was just excited because I just really wanted to work with Al because Al has, is a really good storyteller. Um, Al is a... <laughs> <laughs> He's a probate attorney, and I love listening to gossip. I know it sounds petty, but I like I wanted the gossip to be for real, for real. Um, it's not it's not petty. I'm just curious and nosy. Um, so um, the particular deal I was working on, oh, I can't remember because it's, it's been a few weeks. She oh, she had a okay first. Um, if there was no probate issue, um, she said that she would take $1,000 on this property and I just pay the back taxes. The back taxes, forgive me, I can't remember all of the details. It may have been two or $3,000. The property in that area is going for about 10. So then, um, so then let's just say that I was looking at the deal for costing me about $4,500. I could, you know, I could make 10. Um, the issue came in where um, it was, the property's not in her name. She is, um, she was the executor um, of the estate, but she wasn't, it wasn't technically there was nothing to prove that it was in, there was supposed to be willed to her. She had a will, she never probated it. It was the, the, the gentleman that owned it had died, uh, had passed 10 years or so before. And so she had probated some of the stuff that he had in upstate New York. 
but didn't do the stuff in Florida. So, um, you know, Al was sending me through the questions to ask and I was like, okay, these fees are starting to add up. And so once you start adding up, how much is gonna cost to purchase the property, to close on the property? So well, you can negotiate the closing costs like Claudette negotiated her closing costs on the buyer. But then once you start adding in, okay, there is no will, um, and you have to have the original will. And then, so once you start factoring in how much it costs to get it actually in her name where she could sell it, it kind of made, it blew the whole deal. So had to step away from it. So I told all that, that long story to say is, is you kind of want to factor in how much money that um, you want to make off the deal into the price and you have to consider acquisition, possibly closing costs. If the buyer doesn't want you to sign and you have to double close, you have to factor in those costs. So um, um, you try as, try to get the price uh, in a place where you can make a decent amount and then um, on both sides in acquisition and in the disposition side. So I hope, I, I didn't mean to tell such a long story, but I was just trying to put a, a picture to um, to the answer. No, that, that helped um, <clears throat> because the two properties that I'm looking at right now or will be helping, they're both commercials. Um, I know she's pretty set and firm about one one price. Of course, that's the one that's closest to Atlanta. Um, the one that's further out, um, I need to check with her to see what she wanted. But both properties are worth appraised at over a million dollars. So I was trying to figure out like, okay, commercial's a little bit different. So I was wondering if there was any particular formula, but it sounds like I would still apply the same process, despite. You want to need, you need to know where you're going to be at. So for a larger deal, you might have a whole lot more that you have to uh, invest, I should say. So you have to look at your your investment versus what your your payout. Um, a good way to do is to start, you know, testing the market to see um, how much it could sell for. And then um, at the same time, while you're still working on, you know, finalizing the acquisition, um, that helps. Uh, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like budgeting, you know. It's like you reverse engineer your way into what you want to make um, for, for it. Yeah. But you know, working on a larger deal, you won't have you won't you won't have um, it, it, the, like the $4,000 example is when you're working with a property that doesn't have a big spread. If you have a property that has a big spread, then then you have to consider if you're assigning it or if you're double closing um, it. Um, if when you double close, you have to have a title company that's going to uh, allow you to double close. And then for a property that large, are you going to have to front some money? Um, there's a, there's a lot of things that, you know, just as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, this, there's a, a lot to think about. Just make sure that, um, all your bases are covered and then work with somebody. I think you said you're working with, um, and just work with somebody that's experienced that'll help you through the process. And the only thing is that I can think of with a, an assignment, if you're doing an assignment, you just want to make sure that you're, that you're, cause the buyer is going to see 
your assignment unless you structure it a certain way. So you just want to make sure that everybody's comfortable with with the process. So I, open communication would be key um, for sure. Oftentimes on commercial properties, LoopNet is kind of the go-to for a lot of commercial buyers. Um, you may want to take a look on there and just kind of see what's going on in Stockbridge and Milledgeville. Um, but that's where um, the venue is for a lot of commercial buyers is LoopNet. It's kind of like the MLS for commercial. Yeah, I did already see it on the one in Milledgeville. I did see it on the LoopNet. Oh, is it listed? Uh, it says that it's not listed, but I was going to talk to you about that afterwards. Okay. Um, sometimes Zillow will show like a Zestimate for it. And some people think it's listed just because it's showing up on Zillow. Um, but yeah, I think I've got your phone number. Let me make sure that it's the correct one. Hang on just a minute. Nine three seven six seven one twenty nine eighty eight. Is that yours? Yeah, that's me. Okay, okay. Yeah, we can talk afterwards. And how did you meet the lady that has these for sale? I used to work with her uh, when I went down to Florida. So she lives just outside of Fort Lauderdale. Um, okay. She she's a property investor. She owns quite a bit of property and she's always moving, buying and selling property. Um, she had a large, large piece of land that she had just um, sold. So um, I'm kind of mad at myself for that because I dragged my feet on that one. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, the, I used to work with her. So, um, and then I was when I that was I stayed with her and worked with her when I was down in Florida, but um, my brother-in-law had passed away and, and COVID broke out, so I've been up in Ohio ever since. I see. I hate to hear that. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, just get let's get in touch and maybe we can make something happen there. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Thank you. Good. So, um, how many people, I should ask, have the Hive on their cell phone and receive text messages through their, their cell phone? I do Nobody? not have it on my um, phone, cell phone yet. I just have it on my computer. That sounds pretty cool. I have cool. it on my phone. Okay. So, I'm chatting with a seller it just popped up i've been waiting on this guy for forever but um some people may not know that you can communicate with the sellers and buyers um through the app on your phone i don't know if you can see it um you can't see it with this thing i have going on here but yeah so um it's it comes in handy especially if you step away from your computer 
And then if you want to make calls in it, you can make calls in it as well. So, um, yeah, I want to respond, but I'm not going to respond because I'm going to be rude. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely have been taking advantage of the, um, the app on probably for the last three, four months. Um, how many people are actually are, are sending SMS and versus, I shouldn't say versus, um, I know, so I mail letters, um, this month I've been sending SMS. Has anybody um, tried sending an SMS campaign as of yet? I have, I've sent SMS campaign, I, that, but that's the only thing I've done on the Hive is send SMS campaign. Okay. Um, have you ever worked? Okay, great. I see some more comments on there. Have you ever worked late? Like for instance, this is like 9.30 at night and the person, let's say they're on the East Coast or whatever, and you just decided that, hey, I just remembered something about this. I wanna communicate, send a chat or text to somebody. Did you know that you can send delayed texts to go out for a different time, like later today, later or not today, or later tomorrow, or maybe next week. Um, if you didn't know that, if you go in the hive and you go on the left side um, where the menu is, click on contacts, you find that person through the search, you put a check mark next to their name, and then you go up to, and it says send a text. Um, and when you click send a text, it's gonna have a little pop-up box. I don't know why I got this memorized. Pop-up box, you click okay. And then you type the text out. And then there's, in the center, there's three options. But in the center, it says um, send, you know, at a later time. Then you drop down to the bottom and then you put in the time and then you hit okay. And then it goes at the time that you want it to go. Thank you, that's a lifesaver because mm -hmm. I still work my full-time job and <laughs> sometimes, you know, I get where I send large campaigns out and then when people are replying to me, it's like at night that I can actually have the time to work mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, but I don't want to text them back at this hour. That's so disrespectful. So that is such a lifesaver for me now that I know that because it's like, I want to respond because, you know, they responded earlier, but I couldn't respond to them from earlier because I'm working my nine to five. And then when I do have the time to work, it's like, oh, well, I can't work on it because I can't reply to them at this hour when I really could have. And that would have saved me a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Thank you for Absolutely. that. No problem. I think that was one of the first things I, I had to try to figure out because I'm like you. I have a job during the day. You can't be texting during the day. So then and then at night you have the kids and the family and your husband or gym or school, whatever it is that you have to do in the evening. And then um, by the time you get to it, it's late and you can't send out messages. I don't know. I'm old school. My mama raised me old school and there was no calling after 9 p.m. Anybody call, text, whatever after 9 p.m. It was disrespectful. So I still live by that um, standard. So um, definitely have been sending out texts to go out the next morning and RVMs. That's another one. So if you haven't heard of the RVM feature, if you go to what's that? It's a website. I think it's called online recorder i think it is 
Um, you go to the online recorder, you record your voice message for the person. Then you go into campaign. I don't know why I can remember this without looking at it, but you can go to marketing, then drop down to campaigns and then um, create a campaign. It's a little green button off to the right. You're going to do a ringless voicemail. You're going to throw the voicemail that you just recorded on the online recorder on there, and then you're going to set it to delay text to whatever, like let's say if you wanted to leave the person a voicemail for tomorrow um, and it's late. So you set it for the time that you wanted to go out, leave it there, then come out, go to that person, just like you were going to send them a text, but you add them to that campaign that you just created with that voicemail in there. And what I do is I'll say, ringless voicemail for Mary Sue, ringless voicemail for Edward White, or whatever it is. And then um, the next day, um, when it, it goes out, and I, I usually do it at a time that I'm like, you know, I like my lunch break. So if it's going to go out at 12 o'clock, so they're going to get that that voicemail. And usually they call right back like, oh, I just missed your call. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was waiting for you. <laughs> so try that too. Ringless voicemails are, are pretty good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hey, Sharonda. Hey. How are you? Lisa. Good. How are you? This is Abby on the screen. Hey. <laughs> Question, going back to the delayed messages, mm -hmm. how do you do it through the app? Through I'm trying the to app, test it right now. The app, you can't do it, I don't think. Um, so it's in the app, the app is limited to, like you can't, um, off the top of my head, you can't do, it's very limited. So on the app, you can make calls, you can add tags, you can add tasks, you can add notes. And uh, you can send messages or respond. Mm -hmm. But as far as okay. more- Okay, no, I'm, I'm on the app right now. I was trying to test it. So mm -hmm. I was yeah. trying to like do it right now. Dual, so I was like, let me just see if I could do it real quick. So, okay, well, if okay. you have, so if you do have, so what you could do, Okay, it won't do delayed. It won't be delayed, I don't think. I would say you could add somebody to a campaign. Like for instance, if you had an RVM set up already and it's like you have a standard um, voicemail that you have to go out for whatever the purpose is and um, that particular person could get that voicemail for you, then you could just add them and then it, it would go out probably right there. <laughs> Right, it's to go out the time frame that you have it set. Actually, so let's say you have your voice, the campaign set up for the RVM to go out tomorrow at noon, and you have several people that you're thinking, hey, I want to touch base with these people tomorrow at noon. Um, and then you would just add that person one by one to that campaign, and it'll it'll go out tomorrow at, at noon because you set up, you would have set up the time frame in the in that campaign ahead of time, though. But you can't create that campaign on the phone. So, Sharonda, you, you went on to the online recording app and signed mm -hmm. up for that and pay like a monthly fee? No, no, no. That? Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Let me, I don't want to give anybody the wrong information. Hold on, babe. Let me see. It's free. The one I use is free. Um, hold on. Let me pull it up for you. It's online 
dash, like a dash, voice-recorder.com. It's completely free. Online, M-A-T-C-H dash what? Oh, no, no. Let me, let me put it in the chat. It's online voice recorder, but between each word, there's a dash. Oh, a dash. Online mm -hmm. voice recorder. Yes. Is it in HiveMind? No, this is a website externally. Mm -hmm. It's and outside. Then you, then you just pull it into HiveMind? So, yes. So, when you um, create your um, voicemail on there, and mind you, you can, you know, edit and shorten it and lengthen it and all that. Um, so, you create your voicemail, you're going to save it to your hard drive, and then, um, when, then go into the Hive, go into marketing, uh, and then campaigns. You create a campaign. Let me, let me see if I can do it really quickly on my... Um, Make sure I'm saying that right. Marketing campaigns. Um, and then it, at, the, at the top right, there is a button that says create campaigns. You create a campaign and then um, you name it. You put it in the folders, you're going to name it in. And then then it is, oh, let me do one really fast. Let me make up one. Yeah, so then you hit add event. And then as you're adding the event that you're going to add is going to be, it's going to pop up a box. I guess I could have shared my screen, but my stuff is messy. Um, you add a, where is it? I'm sleepy. Voicemail. So the event you add is a voicemail. And then um, it's, once you say that, then it says voicemail file. It says drop file here or click to upload. So when you click that button, then you just pull up the file that you just saved um, from mm -hmm. onlinevoicerecorder.com, and then you mm -hmm. hit save, and then it, I'm sorry, you hit custom time. Like for instance, what I was telling her a little bit earlier, you can have it go out. Like I want this to go out on, so like let's say today is Thursday. Mm -hmm. oh, it is Thursday, right? Yeah. So I want this to go out Friday at noon. So you would uncheck every other box, but put Friday at noon. So then when you uh, add that person to person, people to that particular campaign, then that voicemail is going to shoot off tomorrow at noon. So when you were learning all the ins and outs of setting all this up, um, I know that there's the training within HiveMind and then the guy Baskar has, or however you say his name, has some training. What, what what training did you take when you were or use when you were trying to learn all this? None. <laughs> None. You just played with it. I just started playing. I think what happened is, um, and that's the thing I tell a lot of people with this thing is is with this thing with the hive is it looks intimidating when you don't play with it. When you start playing with it, it gets really simple. You just, and I know like when I first started um, and I used to watch Daniel, one of the founders, Daniel, go through and just do like all these things. I'm like, dude, slow down. Like I would watch him on YouTube and I'd be like, slow down. I couldn't follow. Then I just got um, to a point where I was like, you know what, Sharonda, you're not going to figure this out until you start playing with it. So the first thing I would say absolutely to um, play with is um, our, our campaigns. Um, once you've played with campaigns and know how they work, 
and all the things that you can do with them, then I would upgrade to workflows because workflows is on a whole nother level of, ooh, we, I'm going to be honest, you like, whoa, I didn't know that thing can do that. Um, so there's also triggers. Triggers are, and I, I, I've, um, I created this video and I don't share it enough, but I did this video trying to explain um, the nuances in the hive with, um, um, think about it like this, um, the campaign would be, if you're a weapons person, would be um, the, the gun, the Glock. Let's say you have a Glock, right? Mm -hmm. And there's triggers. The trigger is actually the thing that makes the trigger, the bullet actually come out. So the campaign mm -hmm. is the structure on what you're trying to have to happen. So that would be mm -hmm. the gun that has, you know, it has the, it has the bullets in it. Um, and so the trigger is the thing that actually makes the thing go. So, um, so you have, you have campaigns and the campaigns can run, they can go, but you have triggers that say, when this happens, do this, when this happens, do that, when this happens, do that. So um, that's what the triggers do. Campaigns are just, it's the, it's the operation. Another way of um, putting it is um, like a playbook, right? Mm -hmm. The quarterback gets in a huddle and he tells everybody, this is what we're, we're going to be doing. And mm -hmm. then when, when they, okay, forgive me, I'm not like the biggest on football or what they call it, but when the ball is hiked to him, and he gets mm -hmm. ready to throw that right there that that's the initiation like the, we, he set up the plan already but when he comes back with the ball and then he actually throws that's the trigger he's sending it off for the thing that's already happening so campaigns mm -hmm. are the, the playbook and the is the operations triggers can make it go in the you mm -hmm. know in the for, for the different plays um mm -hmm. and, and that's not it's not a hundred percent what campaigns could do because campaigns can do a lot of things like I, mm -hmm. I was just mentioning how you know you can set up um you can set up the rvm to happen tomorrow and that's mm -hmm. sort of like a trigger but there's things inside of the campaign that kind of make it go so i just wanted to make sure you so, know the difference between the two so do you mean um sharonda do you mean that for instance when i send a campaign out and i'm greeting everybody telling them let's say i send out an sms campaign and i said hey i want to know if you're interested in selling your offer you know i'm i bought interested in getting an offer i buy lots so if they reply back well how much is your offer that would be a trigger to respond to them and said well um you know it all depends on what area or we have to send a land valuation team out to verify is that what you mean when you say a trigger kind of like because i think that happens in messenger as well you can set that up in facebook when you're doing marketing where when if if the person says yes yes i'm interested in selling my lot you know what's your offer then mm -hmm. you send them one message or if they say no then it's supposed to send them a different message that says you know are you sure we offer great rates blah 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 mm -hmm. is that what you mean by a trigger that is that is an example of a trigger yes mm-hmm so, because okay. triggers can be can do a lot of things. 
So I don't, so that, that is definitely an example. So in your, for, for your example, the person says, your campaign says, hey, are you interested in selling your lot? And then it's sending off, um, it's sending off an SMS campaign that says, hey, are you interested in selling your lot? Person responds, no. You have a trigger that says, person says no, well, what do you want to happen? You have another text message that says blah, blah, blah. Um, then if you, if the person says yes, what's your offer? Then you have a trigger for when the person says yes, what's your offer? And you send a voicemail or you send an RVM or you, you know, so you, the trigger tells it what to do next. So the trigger says, if the person says yes, then do this. Sharonda, mm -hmm. I haven't messed with the triggers yet, but okay. But this is triggering. <laughs> this is triggering a thought. <laughs> um, so I get it when you say yes or no. But what if the person replies, you know, a more extended text? Is it going to now just kind of leave it open where you have to just reply? Or is it, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is it is a computer. <laughs> So, okay, so yeah, no, I'm just again, yeah. I haven't messed with it. So, so you have to you have to consider it's going to do exactly what you tell it to do. Okay. So if you say, let's for instance, let's just say this because I've experienced it. For so for her example, um, the person says, um, yes, like I want to sell, but they also say. Um, What's your offer? That gets What's your out. offer? Right. So, what if you had a text that says, "Yes, I'm ready." You have a trigger that says, "Yes, I'm ready to sell," and you also have a trigger that says, "What's your offer?" The hive is going to go. Which one you want to do? I don't know. I'm not going to do either. <laughs> so you have to be very specific because it's going to do exactly what you want it to do, or it's going to say, "It's going to send." It's going to send your response for yes, or it's going to send your response for what's your offer. Or it might send the same thing twice. I think I've seen that before, too. Okay. So, yeah. okay. And here's another question. I have, I've done it where, really, this is as far as I've got. I've done an SMS campaign to kind of follow up three times, right? Send an initial, then a follow-up after a couple of days, and then another follow-up. Can I go back into the old campaign to kind of continue to follow up? Did you, okay, so the, the best way to be able to do that, do you remember the date or did you, did you put tags on it to know what day that you did that? Group juices? No. Mm. Uh, the date that I that I sent it now, because I'm um, already on my I'm already on my 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 second campaign, right? Mm -hmm. But I mm -hmm. do feel like I want to continue following up on the first one. You know what I mean? It was kind of harsh. Okay. So I would. Doesn't deserve a pass. Oh, hold on a second. I think I have a. Um, hold on. Let me mute. Hold on a second. So, I would because I'm thinking about 
And if you go to your contacts, the contacts is sorted sometimes, I think mine is right now, by last activity. Yeah. So if you sent out more than 10 or 20 at one time, you should be able to go back through um, around about when that was and go through your activity and see if you can locate those. And then once you locate them, put a tag on all of them. So yeah, so, so I definitely, I did tag it. I did get okay. that tip. So I did tag it. Okay. Um, I kind of have tagged both my campaigns so I can be able to identify them if I need to find it. So I can sort it definitely by tag if I need to. Okay. I don't know how to do the follow-up. Do you want to add them to a brand new campaign, like a follow-up campaign that you created? I don't know. That's that's why I'm asking, <laughs> for, I'm asking for your expertise. So, okay, what have you already said to them? What's your next step? What do you want to say to them? Um, I don't know. What should I say? <laughs> Oh, what, did, what have you said? What was your first text? So my first text was, um, you know, hi, I buy lots in your area. Then the second one was, hey, did you receive my message? Um, and then the next, I think the third one is, you know, I want to I wanna put an offer, you know, on and, your lot. Okay. And they didn't respond. No response Correct. at all? Okay. Right. Yeah, this is this is in the no response scenario. Okay. So no response at all. Um I'm a, can I be honest if the purse most of my responses come between the third and the fourth response. Um so um if if you get it if you if they're not talking by the third or the fourth response, you probably have either a wrong number or a dead number. So I will move on to the next number. Do you have multiple numbers for that contact? Um, I've you know I've gotten skip traced. I've done mm -hmm. skip tracing, but a lot of them have like one cell phone phone number, okay. you know, some landlines. So I'm not getting a whole multiple cell phones. No, I'm usually getting like one. You can try, um, if, so if they're not voicemails, then you can look at, and it'll say um, unsuccessful. Uh, if you look at the contact, or look at a few of the contacts. If it says unsuccessful, then that's not a mobile number. So then for those, what I would do, um, and you know, some people advise against uh, ringless voicemail, but I would send a ringless voicemail and I would say, hi, I, I sent you some text messages. Maybe they didn't go through. Um, but I am interested in purchasing your property. And if you would like to um, have a discussion with me, I'm just, I'm going off the top of my head. Then you can leave, you can call me back at this number here or whatever number you want them to call you at. Um, I would try a different avenue if you're not completely sure. Well, a couple of things. If you're not completely sure, it's a, it's a mobile number. And then if you don't have a second number to go to, um, but then like your follow-up, you had some follow-up. You had two follow-up texts. You could add another step to it, um, but you know, after so much, you might really be exhausting that that number. I would either try a different method because it might not be a mobile number, or um, move on to a, another number. Got it. Or did you get email when you skip trace? Try email. I did, I did get email, but I haven't. I haven't tried to communicate 
by okay. email to anyone. Yeah. So I, I have been sending out emails. I haven't been getting responses. I don't think people check emails like that anymore. But it's just my opinion. I might have some luck with an email. I'm not sure. Um, so, and it might, you know how things go to people's <laughs> spam boxes. Have you had luck with the ringless voicemails? And so I don't use the ringless voicemails for cold outreach. I use the ringless voicemail for follow-up. And that's been very helpful for me because like, it's like, it's like having an assistant um, to, cause I do, I do, do delayed voicemails to follow up when I, when I, so for instance, I can't do it during the day cause I'm working. So um, I send uh, ringless voicemails. They kind of act like I'm actually active. And then um, they typically will call me back and then leave me a voicemail or they'll text me. Okay. Cool. I wanted to say to Anne, I think Anne was the one who was asking a lot about the hive and how it works, that what helped me a lot significantly was getting on a call, consultation call, um, and just kind of asking, you know, your questions and sometimes, you know, looking at it visually just helps process it, you know, better. Yes. Yeah. You know, or just give you another perspective, not, not necessarily better, but just, I know I'm a visual learner. So when I see things, it just clicks differently. So the, the consultation calls, even though you schedule them out, but they're yes. really, really, really helpful. Yeah. So basically on my consultation, we just kind of got it set up and then I've kind of been fiddling around in there, but I haven't really pulled any triggers to you know make anything happen per se yet so um I would say and just to help you out a little bit I'm not joking this is so funny get about 10 of your girlfriends and mm -hmm. say y'all give me y'all number add them all to a campaign and start texting your girlfriends not joking and then I text my husband and my husband is like the funniest guy sometimes, but his responses, yeah. I'm like, all right, I wasn't ready for that. So I could mentally prepare for what people would say. And so um, I would first do that, send a simple SMS campaign out, like even, and like, I'm not sure if you know, there's, um, there's pre-built um, campaigns already um, set up that Daniel has, has for you. If you don't have them loaded into your hive, um, when you get on your consultation, your next consultation, make sure those are loaded for you and you can just kind of, you know, make those fit, say what you want them to say. Um, and then whoever's helping you with the consultation, just have them mentally walk you through how that's gonna, how it's gonna flow. Mm -hmm. Um, and then send it to, a, a you know, 10 of your friends and then just test it out. Um, and then see how they respond and you go, oh, I, I don't want it to do that. I would rather. Yes. Yeah. And that's really how I how I got to learn this thing the way that I did. It's just I just started messing with it. You know, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. A great idea. Um, so you used to do mailers, right? And mm -hmm. you just recently switched over to text. Is that correct? I hate saying I've switched because I haven't I haven't mailed since 
mid-September. Oh, that's uh -huh. a long time. Um, I have two deals right now under contract that are from the mailers that came in uh -huh. late. So I, I can't say that I, I'm leaving it alone because uh -huh. I'm familiar with the process, but I have paused it because the SMS, me starting the SMS, um, I think I started four weeks ago, has been a mental, it's been a process for me and, mm -hmm. and you know, understanding it. Um, it, it, I would say start out slow and don't, that was my problem. I sent out a ton on my uh -huh. first time and I was completely overwhelmed. So um, I would not start out really fast. I really highly, highly, highly encourage you if you are doing it and managing it on your own and you haven't hired somebody to sit there and look at the uh -huh. Yeah, I would say two things, put it on a drip. Um, and if you don't know how to do the drip, I think Baskar has either put, maybe he's put together a video or two. I can't remember um, if he has or not, but I would check out and see if he's done a video on a drip. Um, he's left comments about drips. If not, just ask me a question or ask me how the drip works. I can show you how to set it up so it goes out on a drip. Don't send them all out at once because that's what I did. And um, cause I could see myself is, doing that. I could see yes, myself doing that. Yep. I, I sent out, I think it was 200 all at the same time. And yes. my whole day was just like, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> and uh, it was intense. Uh, so I would say don't even send 200 your first day. That's I would advise against that. Um, I would send uh, just enough to get something going. I would send 50 and I would send, just to mentally get your head wrapped around it, send 50 to 75 and drip out maybe five every, I don't know, 10 minutes. Just ease into it. Just ease into it. Cause you, you know, you're talking to real people, so uh -huh. you don't want to, you don't want to mess things up. So, yeah. That's great advice. So mm -hmm. when you were sending out mailers, did you do like a mail merge and did you create your own letters and your own mailings or did you use a mail house? So I used a CRM that was attached to a mail house and I got really spoiled with it. Um, so I had it on a drip. So my mail would go out um, 50, um, 50 mailers per day per area. So it was sending about 150 mailers per day. Um, and just, it just depends. So like if it was an area that I was new to, I would send um, fewer mailers. Um, and then I was just testing it out. And then I would increase once I say, okay, this is a, it's a better area. Um, areas that I was familiar with, I kind of knew how many I wanted to send, and then I would mm -hmm. be sending um, repeats, so or what I call repeats. So I would I would have some new counties in there, and then I'd have my repeat counties, and then my repeat counties I kind of knew how many I wanted to send. So in a day I could send between fifty or one hundred fifty um, per day. And where were you pulling your data from? Oh, that's okay. So I am a scatterbrain. Mm -hmm. So I use a lot. I use Data Tree, Agent Pro, 247, um, Property Radar. Uh, and now, of course, you have the county. You can go to the county and pull. Yeah. So different ones. Yeah. So for my my experience with 
data tree, when you pull the data, it's cleaner um, mm -hmm. when you import it. Like for instance, yeah, when you're importing it, especially for mail, data trees data is clean. Um, property radar, it requires a lot of finagling. Mm -hmm. Agent Pro 247 requires a lot of finagling, but um, for me, Agent Pro 247, the ones that I got from Agent Pro 247, I tend to get, for me, what looks like leads of people who saying that they had never been, they hadn't been touched. Um, huh. Like So when I go to other ones, they have been touched before. So I think, mm -hmm. um, and, and this like H has their own benefits. Um, uh -huh. Some filter differently, and so you know whenever they're filtering, it's kicking out information and only yeah. leaving in, you know what it thinks that you want. Well, you don't know if what they kicked out may have been something that you're interested in. So yeah. some are better at at it than others. So you kind of just have to get a feel for it. And were you doing houses or vacant lots or both? I don't do houses. <laughs> Just vacant I, lots. Yeah, I don't do houses. Yeah, no. Yeah. Shavonda, okay. mm -hmm. what are the costs associated with Agent Pro and Property Radar? Uh, property Radar is $100 a month. Agent Pro is like $40 a month. Data tree starts at like 50 a month. Data, um, yeah, data tree, I have data tree. Mm -hmm. That's what I currently use. But all of them, if you're gonna get any of them, like talk to somebody who's already using them because they probably either have an affiliate link or know somebody's affiliate link. Because if you go straight to the company, you're gonna definitely play, pay more. So try to get somebody's affiliate link. And I know for both data tree and agent pro i use somebody else's affiliate link to get a better rate because if you go straight to data tree baby they're gonna get you <laughs> no yeah data tree i was able to work that out through a course that i had purchased so yeah so i have a pretty decent rate but i was curious I, about I, I have a girlfriend she's in land um oh she's gonna beat me up because i didn't tell her about tonight <laughs> She's gonna come on. Um, but she actually negotiated a crazy good deal with Data Tree. Um, and she was getting her leads for very, very low. Um, so what she did was she just called and she's a, like a negotiating beast too. So she just called and kind of negotiated her rate over a set period of time. And then um she was her rates her rates much like she was paying half what I was for the leads, the number of leads that she was getting. So I think you can negotiate with data tree. I don't think you can so much so with like Agent Pro or um, Property Radar. I know some people use, um, I keep hearing about Price. I haven't tried Price yet. I've looked at it, but it's kind of like, once you're, once you're learning one software, I'm like, let me, let me get my brain wrapped around that one. Right. First. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about data tree. Like I'm comfortable uh, yeah. with it, mm -hmm. but you're saying you're getting more leads from the other two. So now it's making me curious. I don't know. One thing I have about data tree from DeAndre Anderson is that um, it will 
tell you what's in a flood zone, especially if you're dealing in Florida. Yeah. And, and he said that it's invaluable to him to mm -hmm. deal with data tree because he didn't want to spend time marketing and everything to flood zone lots. So for what that's worth, you might want to put a little note on that. Mm -hmm. And that's tree. one perfect reason why I haven't let it go. Cause I don't, I pull the minimum amount of lists um, leads from data tree now, and I just use it for the service. Mm -hmm. Property radar has a ridiculous <laughs> number of leads that you can pull um, for their for their hundred dollars. I think it's like ten thousand. You can pull ten thousand leads, but they're not clean. You're gonna have to clean that up. So you might drop you down. Like I know I I pulled a list. It was like maybe six thousand records, and then after I cleaned it up to make make it usable, um, it was. I had dropped down to like 4,500. So the structure, so the structure of property radar and agent 24 pro is different in that you're paying the monthly fee for all of the leads. Cause I know data tree, how I pay it, it's I pay a monthly amount, but then I pay an additional amount for every lead. So I think it's like nine cents per lead or something like that. Yeah, so for, I think the, the data tree is like one of the those ones where you kind of, it depends on your package. Um, so for my package of like $50 a month is really just for the benefit of having it. I think you do get some leads with it. Like, I think it's like 400 or 500 leads with that package. Um, and then with Agent Pro, um, what I like about Agent Pro is the property reports. I like how they lay out. Um, so you get like so many leads for their basic package and their basic package is like a thousand, I think it is. Um, and then property radar is a hundred dollars and you get 10,000 and you can pull reports and stuff like that too. So it's, it really is, it's kind of like, which one do you, it is really like, what do you, what do you like? And I wouldn't say that per se that. Agent Pro is better for pulling leads. It's just for the type of pulls that I was doing, I have had more success from Agent Pro 247. Got it. So when you're talking about like being able to pull 10,000 leads or even 5,000 leads, but you said that it was overwhelming to send like two or 300 out a day. For SMS. Um, how, are you, yes. how are you handling all these leads and okay and yeah okay so so to answer that question i could jump in real quick um to yeah. answer that question what I, um i have crop stream and that's where i have a certain filter that i use because i'm focused on land right now but with prop stream you could pull land you could pull um houses of course anything and you could see the history you could type in their name prop stream i think i'm paying I think I pay, I joined through somebody else. So I'm paying $97 a month and I get 10,000 leads a month I could pull. So what I do is when I run my criteria, if it gives me, I mean, your criteria may not even give you 10,000 um, for one specific area. It's just saying you can pull up to 10,000 a month. So let's say I'm doing um, Texas. I could pull different small towns 
to make up the 10,000. And then mm -hmm. when I'm doing my campaigns, I split up my campaigns. Like I do Houston, Texas, and then I may do Dallas, Texas, and then I may have 5,000 that's Dallas. And then when you're doing your campaigns and you send out the SMS messages, even though you have maybe 10,000 leads on that contact list, when you do send out the messages, you mm -hmm. have the option to scale how many messages in the hive you want go out per day. So for me, since I'm a newbie, um, I just send out 200 messages every other day, but I have a nine to five and 200 is like even overwhelming for me. But if you have time to really sit there, so just because you pull 10,000, you don't have to send it all at once and expect to get a response all at once. You know, I split it up. I may even focus just on a certain zip code and that comes out of the 10,000. And then if I'm doing a certain zip code, then I just do my campaign where it goes that I tell in the hive, hey, I wanna send 200 messages per day, every other day at this time, cause that's the time I'm able to respond. And then it that campaign runs until how many is in that lead. So if that one zip code just has 5,000 leads in it, then that's all it's going to send over that time period until the 5,000 is ended. Okay. Can I, can I ask you a question, Tanisha, about PropStream? When you pull that, are, are your lists, do they come with the phone numbers? Are you getting a skip trace? No, so I get my list done and then I go back and then I get it skip traced. Okay, all right. Just make sure. Who are you using for skip tracing? Um, oh my gosh. Skip Hold matrix. Skip, skip matrix. Yes. Yeah, skip. I, I use, use skip matrix, but, um, there's different five, people yeah. because Daniel and I think he does, um, he does skip tracing as well. Daniel, which is in the hive, he does skip mm -hmm. tracing. And I heard on another hive last week, I think Sharonda was on that call that hive one that I was on with the guys, Corey and them, they mentioned another company name and I don't remember who it is, or it may be in my group that I'm in, my other group that I'm in, land group, wholesaling land one-on-one. -on -one. I think they may have mentioned another skip tracing avenue that they mentioned that I said I may give a try. Um, but yeah, you never want to skip. Everyone always advise don't ever use prop stream for skip tracing. I've had success with um, Fiverr. Just kind of getting a VA to, yeah. to do it. Um, you know, it's a job. And then you just kind of depending on how many leads you just pay that flat rate, just saying that's a that's an option. So yeah. Fiverr actually does it? Yeah, mm -hmm. Fiverr does it. You know, there's different people that'll, um, you know, you just you just kind of put in skip tracing and then you can negotiate. Well, maybe not negotiate, but you can um, see what their rates are. And then- um, Make sure you're the person has a lot of stars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I try to go Fiverr does everything. Four point, you know, four point nine or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. 
So, Anne, go get familiar with Fiverr because um, there's a lot of things for what we do that we can find people to assist us on. So, like, I've used Fiverr for title searches. Um, I've used title, uh, used them for um, helping to, um, I wanted a certain thing built on my website um, in the Hive. They know how to, nav like, people know how to navigate in the Hive. You can... Um, um, get skip tracing done there. If you want some copy written, like for instance, you're not good at writing ads for your property, then there's writers on there. And there are people who, um, there's like people that like charge very little. And then there's people who charge a whole lot. Like, you know, let's say you need assistance. I think I was somebody that was in our chat group said that she wanted somebody that could just help her clothes. There are people on Fiverr that market themselves for like $100, $200, $300 per day to just close deals for you. So you have to get real familiar with Fiverr. And I think the other one is Upwork, but most people recommend Fiverr. Yeah, um, I, got, I also got like random, I think I got like my logo done there too. So you can- Yeah, I did too, my logo. <laughs> Yep. Uh, another thing I want to add, I don't know if anyone here um, is connected to DeAndre. He has connections to really good VAs where um, they train people how to do everything that we're doing. And they're really good and it's very inexpensive. So you may want to tap into him, but he has an outlet. He's advertised it on his page as well that he um, he has somebody, he has a VA connection that okay. can help you with all these tasks that you're talking about. Okay. And good. I think um, Derby and DeAndre uses it as for like everything for them. Like DeAndre said, he even has someone now who handles all his contracting and that took a load off of him and he doesn't even have to lift a finger. So yeah, he has that connection. So That's Tanisha, awesome. have you watched DeAndre's um, video where he shows how, like, you maybe take fifty contacts that you've um, skip traced, and then mm -hmm. you, yep. you know, put those down at the bottom, and then you go out the column, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and then bring them in. Uh, it looks like, and I had watched a video that I think his name was Basker did, and. As I recall, he didn't do that same step that DeAndre does. Does DeAndre do that because he's trying to hit everybody at once, all the numbers to see which one is good? And Basker may be hitting, um, you know, one this day, a, a, another number another day. So do, I don't know what, was, I don't know what the other person did, but um DeAndre has a series of videos that he had recorded for his VAs and I pretty much watch all of them how to send out an SMS campaign what happens how to filter out the messages the good and the bad one and the no's how to put them through the pipeline um, you know, and so that way he can get to focus because he has VAs that focus on certain areas for him. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
I did watch pretty much every video because like I said, he's been my mentor and I joined this whole group because of him. So um, pretty much every video he has, I have watched it and um, I'm just using his playbook, play by play. Yeah. I've watched probably 50% of his videos. I haven't gotten through all of them yet. Um, but yes, I'm trying to follow that playbook too. So um, it seems like he's hitting all of the potential numbers all at once the way he yeah. um, so that's cleans what up he's doing. Hip trace, right? Just yeah so what he's doing is um so the way that the hive works is that when an sms com campaign goes out the number that they will send the hive sends the sms to is the main phone number just the main phone number so if there are additional numbers you either have to do one of two things you would have to import that contact over and over and over with different numbers or import that contact with multiple numbers and have it saved in different areas and then create triggers to rotate those numbers out so that you can try one number, see if that works, try another number, see if that works, try another number, see if that works. So you can do, it. so the first way, I guess, cause I'm just listening based upon what you're telling me. So DeAndre is sending the contacts all um, multiple times, same person multiple times with different numbers or the way that you were talking about before, which is where the, I think Baskar was showing where you have one contact, multiple numbers, and it rotates through the numbers um, as they find it seems one. To yeah, that, that is correct. Was so, rotating, it, it, the best I understood the video, and it seemed like DeAndre's was hitting them all at one time, the best I understood the video. You know, mm -hmm. so, oh, okay, now I understand your question. So what DeAndre, I do it exactly like that. And what happens is, um, just like Sharonda said, when it hits the main number first, and so that way, if there is no response to that specific customer, then it's going to keep, the campaign will keep going and try to hit the other numbers. So that's how, that's why DeAndre sets up his like that. And that's another thing with Skip Matrix as well. Um, it gives you, I think, five numbers. And I think if it's like a trust, it gives you like seven phone numbers. So yeah. you have the option to go through and put, so if one number doesn't work, you just keep hitting until, you know, it takes one of the numbers. But it does not go to all of them at one time okay. because what happens is on that contact list, um, uh, like I think DeAndre, he said he'd, well, when he was training, he said he does 400 messages a day because that's all he can handle. So it's going to go to just that four, you know, the 400. And if the system realizes that that person is not it, because once that person responds the first time, it does not send them another message or, or even attempt one because we have DeAndre trainers where we have like attempt one, attempt two and attempt three. So mm -hmm. if they respond on the first attempt or even the second, it, it just doesn't send them any more messages after that once they respond. I see. 
and mm-hmm. I guess the more you kind of fool with it and send them out kind of the more you understand that I guess yeah that's how I, I yeah <laughs> like well, Sharonda said you have to play with it play you know, with it, it seems so. intimidating yeah but you, you have, have it set up that way because it you there's a there's a setting that is says that it will stop on response so if you have it set to stop once the person responds then your campaign stops I I think that's like the um, it's it's set up to start that way, but you can change it. But if somebody responds and says wrong person, does it stop it unless you start it again? It stops. It stops. If you have it set to stop on response and the person responds, no matter what they say, the campaign is broken. It stops. So, so then you have answer, to do something. To answer that question in the chat, um, DeAndre, I don't know if he has the videos posted anywhere else, but I know that if you joined under him, the Hive, then he has a group for those people who signed up under them so he can help them. And he send the videos that way. Anytime he makes a new video, then he sends it to us in that group. Yeah, so I was lucky, lucky people that signed up under DeAndre. But what about the people that didn't sign up under DeAndre? Can they Honestly, actually- there's so much people in the group. And Anthony, they're all good. Sharonda can tell you. Everybody, any question you have, they're happy to help you. And you didn't sign up under me. But if I know, you can reach out to me. I don't have a problem. I'm here to help anybody the same way. Sometimes I even feel bad asking DeAndre and DeAndre always tell me, no, it's fine. You could ask me anytime. So I'm the same way. I, whatever I know, I'm going to tell you at no cost to you, like, because you're not taking food out of my mouth. So I don't care if I know it, I will show you what to do. The biggest I'm be glad thing- to show you what I know too, but I don't know much yet. <laughs> The biggest thing I must say for every anybody really, because we're all primarily doing about the same thing. We're just doing it in different ways. Um, the biggest thing for you, for anybody who's about to get started that hasn't, is to write down what you want to have happened, right? What do you want to have happen? And then once you've drawn out what you want to have happen, go on to the hive and build it. Um, it's going to be uniquely yours. Um, DeAndre did just that. DeAndre mapped out how he wants his, how things to flow. And then as things worked through, he kind of made it work. And then now when people come on, he's like, this is what I did. Boom. You can go get started. Not saying that um, you can't do that yourself. You can do it yourself. Um, If you want to get a jump start on how to do it, there's there's people like me who are already who are already doing it like deandre who are already doing it the best thing to do is to um get in there play with it draw a map of what you're trying to get done and then if you can't figure out how to get it on the hive then talk to somebody say hey look i want it to do this and then we can get that done and then to be to be honest with you um the the guys the um the guys that help with the consultations you just tell them what you're trying to do, and then they all walk you through it. I think, though, for Anne, um, you're like right there. You're on the cusp. So I think that once you build a campaign, 
I think it's going to take you a couple of weeks to just get through building it, sending it out, getting the responses. Then so once you see that, then you're like, oh, okay, got it. I think it that's right. Easy. I think yes. I'm kind of been stuck a little bit in analysis paralysis. Yes. Don't don't yes. get stuck. Just go send it. I think um, I think the easiest thing to do is to like remember I was saying, get your girlfriends on a text and then just start sending them text messages and you're like, oh, I see, I see that now. And then start, and I, I'm gonna be honest with you, set up a consultation once a week, at least once a week, so that everything that you can get ironed out. I wanted this to happen, but it didn't. I need this to happen, but it doesn't. And the, and the thing is, is beautiful about this process is you can have it mirror the way you already work. I already do this this way. Let's try to see if I can automate that part of it. And then you can talk to Jean and say, hey, Jean, or you can talk to Keisha. I think we have a new gentleman there and say, hey, look, this is what I'm trying to get done. I know triggers do this or I know campaigns do this. What if I wanted to do this? And then they'll think it through and, and help you get have, have that thing happen. So just, to, so just to echo what Sharonda just said, um, at first, I didn't even know this when I started, but any question you have, you know, the text message that you get that says the hive call is about to start, mm -hmm. you can send a text in that message <laughs> and someone will reply to you with any problem you have. Yeah. If you send your messages out and they're not going through and you need to know what the error message is or you're stuck with something, you can tell them, hey, this happened. Why did this happen? Or and they'll even schedule a call and walk you through it. Zoom. I mean, Jean is very good as well, too. But that's yeah, that that that's that's the best route. Anything you're stuck with. Try it first, and then if it doesn't work, like Sharonda said, just send a text message in that same text message. Just hit reply and said, um, I'm having issues with so-and-so and so. Could you help me? And somebody will reply to you, I promise you. So, yeah. Tanisha, how long have you been in the hive? Only a month. Okay. How many campaigns have you sent out? So I sent a fake one out to a small town mm -hmm. that I didn't even have builders for, but I just needed to pull the trigger. And fake. It's real, baby girl. She said, I sent a fake one out. <laughs> when I said a fake, I mean, it's a small, meaning <laughs> I didn't tester? have any buyers. Yeah, 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 I yeah. okay. I, I didn't have you. any buyers. Like I just wanted to do it to get the feel yeah. for it. Yeah, And it's for a town that I'm not even going to work, but it was a small, I think it was just like 200, 299 leads. And I just send it out just to see what it was like and how they responded. And it, man, and I'm so glad I did it that way to that small little town um, because it got me a feel to go to bigger cities and do more and not be afraid and know how to reply and respond and go through it, you know, not feel so overwhelmed. So I've only sent out two campaigns so far, but one of my campaign had um, 
over 5,000 leads that took a couple weeks because I was only doing 200 a day every other day. And then sometimes I'll even pause it. Like if I'm busy with my nine to five and I have a lot of meetings, then I just pause the campaign and pick it back up when I can. Yeah. Oh my God. You got to say that again. Say, say, how, tell how to pause it, girl. Tell them how to pause it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paused the campaign. My mm -hmm. job is very, very high strung. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's very intense where, where I have a lot of meeting with the doctors. But whenever I have that week where I know I'm going to be busy with my main nine to five and I just cannot do any wholesaling <laughs> there, I don't even remember where I go. But if I go to the computer, I can tell you. But there is, I think you go to bulk actions. Yeah. In contacts. And then that's how you look at the campaign. I think it's bulk actions. And there is a pause button there. And it will pause and not send any messages out until you've resumed, hit the play button again. Because yeah. like um, I cannot take any more messages right now because I can't respond. And I don't want to be late with my responses. So yeah, I'm still working on that 5,000 list. Yeah, yeah. Pause. That's a... That's a nugget of information, I kid you not. Because sometimes if you have that thing going off and you have a trigger that's interfering, um, somebody told me that they had a trigger that was responding about dead people. I said, what, how did you do that? So they were talking to people about somebody being dead or, or somebody somebody had died and the, the trigger was set up wrong. And I was like, oh my God, how did you? And I was like, pause the campaign. And they were like, I don't know how to pause it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it was it was intense because I'm like, are you replying about dead people in your text? Are you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I have, a, no. <laughs> I have a question about building your buyers list. How, how are you building your buyers list? Google. Call them. Go to Google. <laughs> Derby shared this with me because that's how I even got in this whole wholesale wholesaling thing. Derby, she shared that all you do, you just pull up whatever city you want. Well, she shared two things. Um, so one way is whatever city you decide you're going to market to in your area, you just type in builders in that area. And um, you just go and call them and say, hey, I'd like to speak to your land acquisition manager or whoever handles your land or finding lots. And you just talk to them and tell them that's one way. The other way is if you join a lot of land groups on Facebook, which I haven't done that yet, because the truth is I don't have time to go on Facebook. I'm scared of Facebook. <laughs> so um you can post that um, in the in the in a lot of those land groups, and you can post it in there. Hey, I have a XYZ property. Um, you know who is interested in selling? And Derby said that that works a lot. And I heard Anthony them said that earlier that they just posted on their Facebook page or their social media page. I have XYZ lot. Whoever wants to buy, it, hit me up. And people always share with each other. That's another way as well. Um, and another way is if you're trying to find out 
who the builders are in a certain area you could just there's a filter i don't know it off the top of my head but you go to zillow to see um and you put certain criterion and you check to see if it's a hot area or not where there's a lot of new homes that are going up and whoever the builders are that are selling new homes in that area you just call those builders because obviously they're building um deandre did a video the other day for data tree showing you how to find um hot builders as well but i don't have data tree so i didn't watch that video but the concept is pretty much the same you could just pick an area and then you just look to see um who the owner of the properties is and then you could see how much properties they own and what areas they're getting properties in so it's a lot of different ways it's just overwhelming there's more than one ways to skin a cat <laughs> you just have to set the time away to do it <laughs> thank you Denisha, do that you mind great. sharing your phone number yeah i did i posted it in the chat to everyone um let me see where that is I could share it again. Tanisha, are you in the Facebook group as well? And with, no, with the, the I'm not group? on anything on Facebook. Oh, no messenger, no messenger. Okay. No messenger. I am not ready to tackle that beast yet. <laughs> oh, good. Um, um, and did and you I find know the number that there? I know I'm that's one of my things that I do need to work on, but I, I know I know I can't bite off more than I can choose. So I'm just going at my own pace. And I know for sure that Facebook, I'm just cannot manage because I will not be able to check it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just posted my phone number again. You see it there, Ann? Oh. Uh, whatever reason i can't find the um you have to click and you have to go down and and hit the chat hit the chat yeah. in the middle we'll or if you have three dots and it says more oh here we go I don't know if you're okay. on I, I i i got to where i couldn't um yeah i i, I had to get to back to the chat okay no, right. i see it i see it Awesome. And Tanisha, where are you located? I'm in Houston, but I don't do Houston. I'm not that advanced to tackle Houston and negotiate Houston yet. It's a whole nother beast in Houston. So, yeah, there's a lot of activity there. A lot. We yes. have a lot of competition, a lot. Yes. You got to be on, you got to be expert to be running in this area because even everywhere they're building. And if it's one thing Texas has, is <laughs> land. Yep, so. that's it. Um, so ladies, I hate to cut it short, but we're over by 45 minutes. Oh, well, yeah. she said cut it short. <laughs> <laughs> But you're Sharonda, before you go, uh -huh. mm -hmm. before we go, uh, Priscilla's on and she wanted to talk about uh, a meetup we're going to have locally here. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess she's on. Oh. Yeah, she's oh, here. She yeah, I'm, I'm here. 
Yeah, I'm listening in. I got a little one, so okay. she needs me to be by her side <laughs> late at night. But um, hopefully everybody is doing well. So my yeah. name is Priscilla, so I'm part of the hive. And for any ladies that are in the um, Northeast area, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, um, New York, um, I think Claudette is from New York, in other areas, we are um, forming like a just a meetup, uh, maybe once a month. And I'm in the middle of solidifying a place in the Cherry Hill, New Jersey area. So um, I know Sharonda, um, and I think you and Messenger Sharonda talked about um, meeting up on Sunday and a couple other people. We're trying to form meetups just so we could kind of be in person. Um, and maybe work together through a couple of things, even with, because I'm still working on the, my website in the Hive, CRM, okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, but even working through um, deals and helping one another in person. So yeah. again, if anybody's available, um, maybe we can do it on a Sunday um, afternoon, later in the Sunday afternoon, or, um, you know, whatever other day works for everybody else. Yeah. So I just want to make that announcement and just keep it open for anybody who wants to join us. Thank you for doing that. That'll be awesome. <laughs> I know Claudette's gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, Claude, of course Claudette's gonna be there. Yeah. And I think Lisa Rathbow. Lisa Rathbow. Yes. I don't know. I, if I'm, I, I'm I'm under Abby, <laughs> but yes, I'm. Here. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm under Abby, okay. that's my daughter. <laughs> okay, that's okay, awesome. Okay. That's going to be great. Mm -hmm. I want to hear how that goes. Um, yeah. Maybe you can chime in with us. Maybe take a computer and one of us zoom in so we can see y'all together. That'd be cool. <laughs> Make sure you take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, that, those little things okay. keep us all going, right? You know, and it's kind yeah. of like having, you know, you know, having shared interests. It's our, it's our, um, it's our book club, so to speak, you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I like, I like, I'm so used to in-person uh, meetings and stuff. So this, everything being online is like, ah, soccer, you know, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's definitely open for anybody who's in the area. And Cherry Hill seems to be more essential for most people so far. So hopefully yeah. that works well. That's awesome. Glad y'all are yeah. doing that. Me and Anne are going to get together at some point. We got to figure this out. It's going to be a Monday. <laughs> yes, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah, and we have Simone up here. Simone's up here by me, so we might have to carpool to get closer to you. Maybe Marietta might be good. Um, and then we have Junior Lee, who's in Gainesville. Junior said he'll drive an hour and a half. And then we have Joshua, who's, I think he's south. So it might be Marietta might be a really good spot for us uh, to meet okay. up. Yeah. Well, okay. Mama's sleepy. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I am sleepy, y'all. So, um, Priscilla, let me know how your website building is going. Um, I remember my going through getting mine ready. Um, so let me know how that's going. Anybody else that's got to get a website um, together? I, I know that's different than SMS. That's like pulling in those creative juices. And sometimes you get stuck. You get writer's block or whatever it is um, that you get when setting up a website. So um, if you ever have any questions or you want me to just take a look at it, see what it looks like, you know, just let me know. I'd be more than willing to take a look with look at it for you or with you. Let me Lance, do y'all load up your your contracts into the CRM as well? 
you can um there's so many different ways you can do it <laughs> it's like um so i've been a big proponent of zapier and i noticed that recently uh, several people are starting to do zapier integrations so zapier is um the best way to describe it is it's like giving your little buddy your logins to different softwares and then telling them hey connect the two of these so if you connect your hive to zapier then you can create zaps to do whatever it is that you need it to do so you can zap out to docusign sign now google docs uh, trello any any other software that is connected to zapier you can connect your hive to so that's why the you know it's endless the opportunities are endless what you can do with it okay. yeah so that's why i was saying earlier write down what you want to have happen mm -hmm. and then figure out how the hive can get it done you can get it done in the hive yeah good i'll be working on that mm -hmm. you should have seen my first one it looked like a big spider web i want this to do this and then when this happens do this and that it was so much easier for me to do it on paper and then then go out and do it. Yeah. Hmm. Lisa, my eyes are rolling in the back of my head, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long day. Um, but yeah, yeah I'll, to... I'll, I'll text my questions because um, I know it's getting late for everyone. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, I guess. And I think you were, you said you were marketing in Texas. So me and you got to get together on a call um, at some point soon anyway. Yeah, I haven't yet. I want to. Yeah, Texas, you can self-close in Texas. So you'll like that, especially if you're a type of person that likes to do um, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so you can save a little bit of money on, on that. If it's a smaller deal, you can self-close or close it, preparing your own. Oh, look, y'all, I'm on national whatever half sleep you can prepare your own <laughs> your own documents um and close it yourself with the <laughs> okay cool cool mm -hmm. yeah so i don't want Shimonda to fall asleep on us <laughs> Look, i'm like this. I, I know the feeling <laughs> <laughs> no but i love this group i appreciate all of the interaction i love the ideas thank you everybody for sharing um um and everybody forgiving that's that's so um um i can't even i can't even put a name on it a name i don't name i'm sleepy i can't even put wrap my hands or my head around the whole idea of how we're sharing this this used to not happen so this is an incredible thing i'm glad that i'm a part of it i'm glad you are a part of it um and you know tomorrow's friday let's crush tomorrow um we're gonna be talking again in a month but let's make sure that we come back with some um some goals met and um, some some things accomplished and some new goals set. So um, if nobody oh. has anything else, then I'm gonna be out. I'm finna hit the bed so hard, so fast. I'm finna go to sleep. <laughs> and welcome, Vanessa. Thank You've been you so much. Quiet out there. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been listening. I I appreciate this community so much. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to connecting with y'all in a month and coming with hopefully a deal. <laughs> Let's so get thank it you here. so much for creating this space. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I'm so serious when I the said daily messenger too. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. serious when I said that if I don't, I mean, honestly, that's one of the things I learned. Don't be afraid to ask because, you know, you asking me something might even teach me something. So don't be afraid to ask. And if I know the answer, if I know a way, I'm happy to share at no cost to in, in everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Good, night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Claudette. Yes, ma'am. Girl, I'm getting old. <laughs> Good? No, I thought I'd been was well. People were very, very engaged. And that's what yes. it's all about. Yes, it is. I'm so excited for this group and the yeah. women and ladies in this group. Um, I'm I'm very thankful that they're um, they're the way that they're sharing because they're adding value to to everyone. It's yeah. really, it's Each great. other. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. it's really helpful on those long days for us. So I just wanted to check in with you. Um, I'm this- probably, you know, I'm really super duper 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 proud of your deal. Girl, oh, yeah. I just gotta keep them awesome. coming. I, yeah, I just gotta keep them coming, and now she knows somebody wants a commercial property to to build a hotel. So now I'm in the search for that. He wants 15 dope? acres mm-hmm. in San Antonio, Austin, or Houston. Commercial though, he wants it in a good area. You know, you said upcoming. 15 acres. Oh, okay. I just yeah, Houston. San Antonio okay. is his first. In Austin or Houston. You know, I have. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from, and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.the number1listguys.com.